The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. At 2.35 on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News, Jalen Nye, Andrew Gross on holidays, Brad Whisker, producer Brad joining me in studio this afternoon. Well, the world of esports has been in the news a lot lately. Unfortunately, this past weekend, because of a shooting at a tournament in Florida that saw three people die, including the shooter. But before that, esports was gaining plenty of attention after word that it's being considered for the Olympic Games. To find out more about the esports world, we're joined joined by Carl Edwin Michel, the founder and CEO of Northern Arena and Heads Up TV. He is also a tech and video games journalist. Carl Michel, thanks for joining us this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, first off, I you know we can you know we can talk about it uh, quickly off the top here and, and move along, but uh, obviously the reaction to what happened on the weekend devastating for yeah for anyone in in that uh, in in the competition. Yeah, devastating for the community. I mean, we are a tight community. Um, gamers are they, they love to play, they love to compete, they and it's it's a it's an opportunity for uh for all of us to gather and, and meet our friends in person because we always um most often play online and it's it's always good to be able to um to meet in person with a with friends that you don't see uh, or you never seen. Um <laughs> so so it's it's a little bit unfortunate. Uh, not a little bit. It is unfortunate mm-hmm. um that it it happened like that and we lost two great players uh in the uh Madden community. Uh hopefully it's not going to happen again. Um and yeah, it's uh, it's uh, devastating when I heard the news. I was actually in the US um for other um other stuff and then I re- I, I heard the news and um, you know, um, unfortunate, but uh, hopefully, again, like the community is tight, um, we're gonna stick together and and go again to those um, events because they're great for the for the um, the community and and for g- gaming and esports as a whole. I know Brad has lots of questions for you, and so do I. But just to follow up on that, is there security at events like that? Uh, there is usually yeah. security, uh, not not tight tight security like a concert or anything like that. Uh, but I. I I would assume that right, now, you know, starting from now, like mm-hmm. um, there will be more security. I, I'm a tournament organizer myself, and with Northern Arena, we do a lot of events, and we have um, you know professional players that comes uh, from all around the world, and we try to provide them with uh, as much security as possible. But uh, you can you can um, assure that the weekend assure that we're going to give um, we're going to give them more security now. Um, again, we don't want to fall into that uh, paranoia but uh, but it's it's always important to to um, to have security in those events okay Carl we we got uh, we got your reaction to what happened over the weekend it was unfortunate it was terrible but we need to move on to uh, to the fun stuff involved <laughs> in eSports you mentioned Northern arena you also yeah. operate with heads up TV can you explain to to us and our listeners what that contributes to this eSports world? Yeah, for sure. So Northern Arena, we organize esports events uh, around the country. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, what we do is we have we bring players from around the world, uh, professional players, and and they come here to Canada to compete. Um, this weekend, actually, we have our um, finals at Fan Expo in Toronto, and it's going to be a um, 
a final for a game called Injustice from Warner Brother, and it's a, it's a fighting game, and we have the best players around the world, best players, oh, sorry, best players in Canada competing, and uh, and the winner of that competition will go to the the, the worldwide final. So so it's it's great. We 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 offer a platform for competitors, for coach players, teams to to thrive in in that uh, esports community. And what is Heads Up Daily? Well, Heads, Heads Up Daily is a TV station, a TV show, sorry. Um, it's an hour show per day, and we talk about everything esports, gaming, and tech. So we, we cover not just Northern Arena, but we cover all kinds of tournaments around the world. And what, uh, you know, a little bit like a sports um, you know, news um, show, if you want, but but with more fun. So we we have a lot of fun in the show. Carl Edwin, you're blowing my mind at this point. You, you you're talking about coaches and teams. There's there's coaches in esports. Oh, oh definitely, most definitely. It's it's a, it's a really well. So like, think about traditional sports. But instead of like pushing a puck and play hockey or a ball uh, and put, put it in the basket, it's basically video games. You have either a controller or you have your mouse and keyboard and you compete. Yes, they do have coaches. They have um, therapists. They have uh, these. Some of them live uh, in gaming houses with their teammates and, and they travel around the world to compete in, in multiple tournaments. So it's a well-structured, well-oiled machine. Um, different, obviously, different um, uh, community, different games, um, and, and and it's great to see that that community and great to see esports growing so so fast. And 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 if you are a gaming fan, um, you've been waiting for that for a long time, and now it's you know it's the time. And unfortunately, I'm too old now to compete. <laughs> are you are you able to be a coach? I could be a coach, but now because I'm I'm running a, a, a league and and tournament multiple tournaments, so I, I I can't be a coach. But but you know, um, if you it's like traditional sports, a player can have like his career can go from his and he or her career can go from. 15 to like 27, 28, and then pretty much it's the end of your career. You Why? Know, you're reflexive. Yeah. Why is it the <laughs> end of your career? You're just you're you're just playing a video game. Yeah. Well, you know, you have reflexes. You have to be concentrated. There's a lot into and into uh, um, competing in a video game competition. So, uh, so yeah. Obviously, after a while, when you get older, uh, you're not as as fast in the in, in uh, with the controller or wow. with the mouse and keyboard. So, uh, so yeah. Wow. So uh, give us an idea. Like I've been reading a lot about how this kind of really started and, and really started to grow out of South Korea and uh, yeah. through Asia and that sort of thing. But I'm curious to know about it in Canada and and mm. how big it is here in, in our country and how how it's growing right now. Yeah, it is getting bigger. Uh, and and uh, if you had asked me that question maybe two or three years ago, I would have said, well, unfortunately, most of the top players in Canada, they just go elsewhere. They go to the U.S., they go to Korea, they go in Europe to compete because that's where they, that's, you know, there's a lot more structures, um, a lot more leagues, um, a, lot, a lot more um, tournaments over there. But now, more and more, there is, you know, infrastructure, yeah, yeah, infrastructure here in Canada, like Northern Arena and others. Um, there's a lot more tournaments. Uh, you probably heard about the international that just finished last weekend. That's the biggest esports competition in the world. I think it was $25 million prize pool for that tournament only for Dota 2. So, so there's more and more happening in the, in Canada now. And, um, and soon enough, we'll, we'll be like one of the main, you know, 
country that produce players and, and, and teams and, 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 uh, and coaches. So I'm really proud to see the, uh, you know, the growth of the, of the sports, the growth of the, uh, the community here in, in, in Canada, that's for sure. Okay, so Carl, you said that the prize pool for that one tournament was $25 million. Yes. The prize pool for a major golf tournament is $12 million. <laughs> How does it get to $25 million? And my other question attached to that is, who is contributing this money? Like the sponsorship level at this point must be incredible. Yeah, so so for for the international, it's actually pretty interesting the way they do it. So uh, Valve is the creator of the game. They put a certain amount of dollars, so a few million. It's probably around. It's less than five million for sure. And then the rest is pretty much con- uh, it's contribution from the community. So they buy what you know what we call microtransactions. So they buy different um, you know items in the game, and they buy them for a little amount of dollars, and they and then they contribute to the price pool. So portion of that dollars is going to Valve, obviously, and then the other portion is going to um, the price pool. So that's the reason. So that's why it's, it's growing and it's growing. Every year they're beating their record. Um, and yeah, I think this year was $25 million. So first, the, the first team had uh, $11 million. Then teams of five people. So um, but yeah, five players. <laughs> five players, $11 million bucks. Not bad. So, oh my gosh, you're blowing my mind, girl. Um, uh, okay, so Mm. Uh, <laughs> I well, don't even know where to. St- I'm just. Um, go ahead, Brad. I just. <laughs> well, no. Everything. Everything sounds so great. I mean, the money, the the community. Um, do you guys have any challenges at all? It sounds like everything yeah. is just coming up millhouse for you guys. I mean, uh, is there any issue whatsoever? No, we do have a lot of challenges. So, so first challenge is, you know, we're still battling that that stigma right like the stigma of the gamer being you know an over uh, overweight um, man um, you know in the basement of his mom and you know playing video games like you we're still battling that and and you know me as a tournament organizer when I meet um, uh, potential sponsors or partners we always have to educate them about what is the community where we're going where we are and and um, just to let them know that it's not that f- famous cliche right so so there is that and then Obviously, you you hear bad news about shootings and stuff like that, and when that happens, obviously they're going to blame video games, and video games are violence and are violent, and 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 you know it corrupts our kids. And stuff. So we do have those those things that we have to battle and to or make people understand that no, it's not necessarily like that. Um, and then and then not just that, like just uh, uh, and you know talk to to sponsors and potential partners and let industry to be in you know it's a vibrant community uh and and there's a lot that it can bring you bring you a lot um so there's still that um but but more and more it's it gets it gets it gets easier because people are i guess even though they don't necessarily understand the space but they see that there's something there and there's millions of people watching those tournaments yeah. those those games on, on online and and there's a lot of money in, in the prize pool so I think that more and more uh, it, it can be easier for us. Um, not, not that it again, like to, to answer your question, it's not all you know nice and fun. There's there's some challenges, but uh, but we we're, we're getting there. That's for sure. What about uh, what about women in in mm. gaming? Uh, because some of the stuff that I've read is I think they said that maybe about fifteen percent of uh, of competitors are yeah. are, f- are female. Um, yeah. What are the challenges uh, around that? I, I, I and I. I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but I, well, no, I'm not even going to there, but what, what are the challenges to get more women in, in gaming? Or is it just the fact that 
more men like to game. Yeah, well, you you could say that, but I, I think it's more about, I guess, a little bit of education and a little bit that maybe, you know, back in the days and even now, um, more men are, you know, naturally going in, in the video game space, like they play more video games. It, it's interesting, but because when you check, for example, like if you go to, um, to talk to, uh, any of the, those major companies creating video games, uh, there's actually a lot of women, uh, working in yeah. the industry, making games. And, and, and there's a, you'll, you'll be surprised, but then playing games, um, there's a little bit less, I guess, uh, and competitively way more, uh, you know, way less, sorry. Um, so, so, so that's why maybe you see less. Uh, women in esports, but I think it's going to change. You know, there's some games like um, Counter Strike where they do have leagues specifically for women, uh, and, and that's a good step forward because you can start with that, and then next thing you know, you you can have those women competing with men. So you see that in the Overwatch League right now, um, one of the team has a woman as a player competing with men. So it's like again, like it's not physical. So it's more about your your accuracy, your your you know the, the um, how fast you are to type on a keyboard and mouse. So, so uh, men and women can play in the same, like you know, in a um, yeah, in the same on the same field. Like, you know, so, so I think it's interesting to see, and, and I hope that there'll be more and more women uh, coming in the in the space uh, soon. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be you know we'll, we'll we'll see definitely. Carl Edwin, we need to take a, a quick break here. Would you hold on for like two minutes? I have more questions for you about Olympics, about the talk of drugs in the sport as well. Yeah. Now hold on and we'll come right back, okay? No problem. Thank you. Carl Edwin Michel, who is the founder and CEO of Northern Arena, joining us on the phone this afternoon. We're talking about esports. When we come back, should it be in the Olympics? What does he think after this? Carl Edwin Michelle, the founder and CEO of Northern Arena, joining us on the phone this afternoon. We're talking about esports, and we thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Um, just trying to figure. So, the top esports player in the world is there just one, or would it depend on what game they're playing? So there would be numerous ones depending on what games. Exactly. Uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. So every game is a sport. You can think about it uh, like like that, right? So. So Counter Strike is a, sh- a shooter game that could be I don't know hockey. Uh, um, Street Fighter is a fighting game that could be MMA, UFC. You know, like so. There's different different games, and each game has their own um, you know celebrities, their own um, you know the best players, or yeah. So so it it all depends on the game. Carl, I know that. A lot of people think this is even a crazy question to ask, but it's been talked about and there's been numerous articles written about it. And I just, we need to hear your opinion and thoughts of esports being included in the Olympic Games. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a question that a lot of people are asking or talking about right now. You know, to be honest, like at first I was like, this is crazy talk. <laughs> um, but then, but then, then I realized, you know what? It, it, it's competitive, right? At the end of the day, it's two people or two teams compet- competing for uh, for a prize or or for for whatever, right? Like so, so it's. I think it's. Um, I think it's a good thing. Um, my only concern is 
what game they're going to choose. There's so many of yeah. them, and, and and it can go from like I know uh, some games are are more accessible, and when I say accessible, more like easier to understand for the for the general public. For example, Rocket League, it's soccer with cars, so <laughs> you can get that. It's easier, you know, or or a fighting game. Yeah. But when we go to um, the more popular one, like. League of Legend or Dota, um, those are really difficult to understand. So, uh, or StarCraft. So, so, I don't know exactly what game they're going to choose uh, for um, for the Olympics, um, but that's going to be important um, to make sure that it, it is popular enough. Then the general public will sit down and, and watch a tournament. So, uh, if the uh, you know the esports in the Olympics. Now that I think about it more, I think it's a good thing. We'll we'll, we'll see. And I think it's going to start like hopefully in Paris, I think, or in China. Uh, I know there was yeah. some talk, so uh, so we'll see. Well, I think that what else goes along with that is is a younger demo. Number one yeah. is a younger demo, and number two, the money. You oh, know, yeah. there's it's it's huge. I'm also wondering: is this a winter Olympic sport? Yeah. Is this a summer Olympic <laughs> sport? Where does it belong? Are they going to be playing outside in the snow? Or are they going to play indoors in a gym? What's going on? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I, I, I would imagine. I mean, obviously, it's going to be indoor. Yeah. I know that they had a they had a test. Um, the, they had a um, StarCraft during the Pyeongchang uh, Olympics this year, and there was StarCraft, and it was during the uh, the Winter Olympics. So I don't know. Maybe it will be the uh, the Winter Olympics. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I wanted to ask you about drugs in the in the sport, yeah. performance enhancing drugs. Reading a lot about uh, things like Adderall and uh, competitors using that doesn't seem to be um, um, patrolled at all or policed at all. Your thoughts on that and and uh, the issue that that might bring up yeah so um there is uh, i can tell you for a fact that there is an issue with that there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh players using um you know performance drugs to um to make sure that they're they're really concentrated and they play well and all that stuff so um yes it is uh, kind of unfortunate now is it enforced right now not a lot of tournaments or leagues are enforcing it um they're trying as much as they can um, but I think that the more money uh, is going to be injected in that in esports, um, the more we'll have to control it. Because obviously, um, you don't want cheaters. Like you know, when you have you know twenty million dollar price pool yeah. or or, or um, you know a whole season on the line, you want to make sure that the team won is legit. So so um, yes, a hundred percent. I think there will be more and more control on that side and and tournament organizers and and leagues will have to um to uh, address that that situation um is it something that is uh, real and happening yes definitely um at what scale i wouldn't say i i, I just don't know okay um but uh but yeah we'll we'll need as a whole as a community to address that uh, pretty soon yes a couple of questions from our listeners uh right now carl's uh when will the super smash brothers tourney be had held yeah, there's there's all there's a different different Super Smash tournament going on uh, in different uh, community. Uh, I'm sorry, not communities, but different uh, countries. Uh, different tournament organizers are doing tournaments. I know that like I'm trying to remember when is the next one. Uh, there was there there was SmashCon that just had like a, two weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure exactly what when is going to be the next one, but what I know is that the, there's a new Smash Brother Ultimate that is coming uh, in December, December 7, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be a real hit. So 
uh, we'll see a lot of people trying to, um, you know, play that game more and more. That's the new, uh, the new uh, Super Smash uh, that is coming out from Nintendo. So we'll we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting for sure. You know what? We're running out of time, which is really too bad because I've got more and more questions and comments coming in from my listeners, Carl. Um, someone says, please ask him about this Fortnite craze. And I yeah. know that this <laughs> this game has just kind of taken over and seems to yeah. be just super addictive and players are loving playing it. Your thoughts on it? Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun game. I can tell you that it's a fun game. Uh, a lot of kids are playing it. A lot of adults are playing it. Uh, it's uh, you know, there's a, the, the company itself, um, Epic Epic Game, decided to put a hundred million dollars uh, price pool throughout the year for different tournaments. So obviously, a lot of people want to play the game. Um, there's a lot of influencers also playing it. Uh, you probably heard of uh, a guy called Ninja mm-hmm. who um, knows who did the you know. He has like seventy-five thousand um, thousand people concurrent, like watching him every night. Wow! He's playing, and it's it's actually pretty interesting to see uh, to see the crave around the Fortnite. Um, there's also PUBG and and uh, and uh, and other um, games in the same genre, but Fortnite seems to be a game that is really popular. I think it's because of the cartoony. Um, part of it that makes it more accessible for for everyone so uh, we'll see it's uh it's a new game just just launched uh, recently and uh and people love it so we're out of time carl edwin and i i'm just it's just too bad i could have talked to you probably for another hour will you come back on the show at another time and and talk to us again and answer some more questions from our listeners for sure for sure yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys invited me today and uh, glad that i could talk to you guys and uh, yeah anytime uh, let me know and uh, i'll jump in thank you so much it's uh, much appreciated all the best to you of course, thank you. Take care. Carl Edward uh, Michelle, the founder and CEO of Northern Arena. Some of the people on the text line say you have to understand that these players, just like a, an athlete playing on a soccer field or a football field, their ability to think ahead four five moves ahead is just like an athlete on, on a field. And I know it's hard for a lot of us to wrap our head around it, but uh, some people who are huge fans of esports chiming in on the text line at 630-630. He was a great guest. He has his enthusiasm. Ex- extensive wow. knowledge. You ask him about one game, he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> December 7th, no problem. That's awesome. a tournament. So uh, we will definitely get him back on the show. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.